movie, right? Yeah, he cleared up my skin nice. A friend of mine is working for Roger Corman, and he had to drop something off, and I said, uh, can I go with you? The first film Dick and I worked on together was Apache Woman. Dick Miller was an essential part of those early Corman films. Hi. My friends are still amazed, and the people that I work with, that uh, my brother's an actor, and he's been in so many films, and he's such a well-known face. You know, Someone once told me he made about 300 of them, which is an awful lot. Dick Miller arrives in whatever scene. Hire Dick Miller. I'll write him a part for the picture. Yeah, he said I was going to shoot my ear off. That ain't nice. When Dick walked in the room, it was like, oh, I know this guy. Ready for the question from behind the magic hole board? I kept seeing Dick Miller everywhere. He seems to have come out here to be a writer and sort of ignored it completely. I was writing. I wasn't selling too much. It's a tough business, and it's full of hopes and dreams and disappointments. Because of that, I don't think he allows himself to be totally accessible. Listen, I'll tell you something now. Big secret. I don't know what. I really literally don't know what happened. Did you ever dream of being a star in those days? As all actors can tell you, it's not a gravy train all the way through. Let me finish, will you? What he was was the underdog who rises to the occasion and conquers. He's like the Washington Monument of actors. No, that's what I said. No, that's what I said. No, I said. I was just really impressed with Dick. This guy doesn't get enough big parts. Schmuck. He's definitely a good luck charm. They used him in every movie they ever did. My ass. If you're on screen for a very short period of time, do you work in slightly bolder strokes? Let's get out of here. It's the fact that he's so Dick Miller. He's so himself. Completely 100% pure Dick Miller. Dick Miller is the quintessential character actor. Gremlins. I was just staying alive making movies. I think I must have done four or five pictures before I realized I was a movie actor. What was her first argument? That's what I'm trying to argue about. <laughs> oh. Welcome to episode 61 of uh, We Belong Dead. I think we are back to true form. <laughs> I'm done bitching and moaning. This is going to be a fun episode, despite the fact that uh, we're kicking it off with a uh, bit of a bummer. Yeah, this one... Bit of a bummer is an uh, understatement. Sure. This one, uh, it hurt real bad. Yeah, I, I found... I realized something. Um, well, well, of course, we're talking about um, having lost the great Dick Miller. Yeah. <clears throat> Dick Miller <laughs> is in heaven. <laughs> um, I, I realized something that... Uh, apparently, a lot of people thought that our love of dick miller on the show yeah was sort of tongue-in-cheek oh absolutely not Not in any way not nah, in the slightest not even a little bit no um we fucking worshipped <laughs> dick miller it's i mean everything you heard in that that was the trailer for a great documentary by the way called that guy dick miller yeah which is on amazon prime yeah <clears throat> and i urge everyone to check it out but um yeah, I mean everything everyone said in that trailer, like quintessential character. There's never going to be a character actor to top, yeah, uh, Dick Miller. I don't think he was like the coolest version of a cool uncle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. he was just uh, everything he shows up in. Like, like I mean, like they said in, the, in in that trailer. I mean, even like the smallest roles, like in the Burbs, where he's like the garbage guy. Yeah, 
fucking owns that scene. Yeah, I love him. Uh, I mean, we could we could have done a whole episode, really and, and we may. <laughs> yeah, in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I loved him in the, the Howling. Always, <laughs> yeah, comes to to the forefront. Yeah, for me. But yeah, like every everything the guy was in, he elevated. Yeah, I think. I'm trying to think, the first thing I saw him in that I can remember anyway was probably. Um, because I saw the sequel before the original was probably Gremlins Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just loved like he had this like crazy energy about him. Like it wasn't like off the rails, but he just always had like a presence that uh, was very Dick Miller. <laughs> yeah, um, to say he's going to be missed is a huge understatement. But like we've kind of taken solace in with a lot of these uh heroes of ours mm-hmm. in the past a life well lived oh yeah 92 uh, that sounds uh, right yeah um and from all uh all accounts lived every minute of it yeah you know yeah that was one i was actually thinking about when you were playing the trailer i was thinking back to watching the doc and it's amazing to me that someone who's been such a mainstay in in film for so long, you would think, you know, most people have like, um, like a, like a big downfall at some yeah. point, you know, like, like they fucked up somehow, like they got into <laughs> drugs real bad right. or something like that. He just seems, seems like he maintained like, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty, um, epic career. Yeah. Unfortunately, never got the chance to meet him. I would have loved to, but I, I don't think he was ever at a con that I went to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a real drag. And well, of course, I always think to the think back to the first um, iteration of Walter Paisley. Yeah. In um, Bucket of Blood, right? It was one of the earliest horror films that my dad showed me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was amazing in that. Yeah. So good. What was the? Uh, was, do you think that was the first thing you saw him in? Yeah, I'm sure. Well, the first thing I saw him in was probably Gremlins. Yeah, a lot of people of my generation, your generation, I think Gremlins right. was sort of the the first step. Yeah, or Chopping Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite roles is uh, Demon Knight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, without question. So good. I mean, that's what our great. Uh, um, I don't know what do you call it. Our centerpiece, our patron saint. Yeah. Picture. Um, years ago, the first scares the care convention I went to. Uh, when I first met the great artist Joel Robinson, um, I went. He he was set up in a room mm. at the in the at the first one. Yeah, and had all of his work just kind of lining the walls, and I I went ape shit. I bought like six. Six or eight paintings, yeah, or um, prints. And uh, as as he was swiping my card, I was looking around, like in the very corner at the bottom, like almost like almost hidden away, was this this portrait of Dick Miller, yeah, from Demon Knight. And I was like, oh wait, don't swipe that yet. <laughs> you did a Dick fucking Miller. And he was like, yeah, man, you like Dick Miller. And I was like, I fucking love Dick Miller. So. Being the cool fucking guy that Joel is, he just gave me a Dick Miller print, and it became a very important part yeah. of our friendship yeah. <laughs> with Joel, and uh, and a very important part of this show. So, um, 
Yeah. So thank you, Dick Miller, mm. for uh, years of, of amazing entertainment that is going to last lifetimes beyond you. Yeah. Um, so with that out of the way for now, uh, let's get on to happier pastures and talk <laughs> about uh, your pick for this week's episode. Uh, I think you may be breaking your streak of, of movies that don't hold up. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think so, yeah. Uh, playing us in this episode was uh, the great Fantomas uh, and their rendition of the title track it's from this so uh, this film. Yeah, the uh, amazing, amazing film, uh, Spider-Baby. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lon Chaney Jr. That's right. Coincidentally, we are recording this episode on the, uh, I don't know, what, 120th birthday? Probably, yeah. Of Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thrilled when I realized that today. Yeah. It was halfway through watching the show, or the movie this morning. Yeah. And I just checked Instagram and uh, Teenage Werewolves, Teenage Werewolves Film Fiend Club, I think is what they're called. I think so. Um, posted that it was Lon Chaney Jr.'s birthday. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. This is fantastic. <laughs> Cosmically, this is a good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's going to be minimal bitching and moaning in this episode. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get to our uh, main course in a bit. Um, we got some some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, we do realize that we have a lot of uh, catching up to do with the payback for Scares That Care last year. Yeah. We will be getting on that, I promise. Look, things, and by catching up, we mean everything except for things where we were shaven. Everything except the one thing people actually wanted. No no one's bitched to me about not, hey, where's Drunken Trivia Night? Nobody has said that. It's kind of... Uh, where's that uh, Where's that uh, Podhead cooking show video you said you're going to do? Yeah. We're going to get all those done, and we're going to be launching next year's campaign very soon. So we're not going to... Yeah. Not a ton to talk about on that front right now. Um, but start tucking away some cash if you uh, uh, plan on donating this year because yeah. we don't have a uh, big, like, Ian shaves his beard thing to offer this year. So yeah. we'll try to come up with something. We'll figure it out. We'll try to come up with something. I may end up in a bra. Who knows? Um, oh, you mean in front of people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just how I normally hang out on the podcast. Right. Uh, the listeners uh, uh, don't know. Uh, Richie's just wearing basketball shorts and a pink frilly bra. Yeah. Well, yeah. At any time, I think I really they know that. <laughs> God bless Carol Omart. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, scares the care is coming up in uh, August, and we will talk a lot more down the road about that. So don't think that that's something that's not a thing anymore. Right. Um. But yeah, there's just not a lot for us to report at this point. Right. Uh, in the coming weeks, we will definitely um, have more to, to talk about with Scares the Care. That having been said, um, I would like to personally apologize to our listeners, of which I know we have some. Sure. Um, at least like five. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I was having a talk with my dad <laughs> okay. about the podcast. Yeah. And I was telling him, something that you guys don't know is we recorded a podcast a couple weeks ago, (laughs) and it's not going to come out. No. uh, Because it's just me being terrible. Uh, I've been in kind of a dark place. I don't want anybody to think that that means 
like suicidal or mental breakdown or anything. Right. Just one of those funky, yeah. dark cloud places. Yeah. For a few months, to be honest with you, especially uh, when dealing with the podcast um, and feeling like, uh, you know, I, mean, I still feel this way, but it's like, you know, it's getting very frustrating that we've been doing this for a few years now and it seems like we aren't, aren't making a dent. Right. And, you know, I'm not trying to get rich or make any money off of it. I just want people to listen. Right. And that's the frustrating part. Right. Uh, so, so I was, we recorded that podcast where it was me for like an hour and a half just doing that over and over. And then I was talking to my dad about it. And my dad being the amazing fucking person that he is was like, well, what made you start doing the show? Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, me and Ian just like getting together and talking about horror movies. Yeah. And he was like, so just do that again. Right. And I was like. Oh yeah, <laughs> it kind of the fact that it's a podcast that we're putting out there kind of overtook the core reason that we started doing this, which yeah. was just two friends hanging out and talking about horror movies, and hopefully other people will listen. Right. So I'm trying to revert back to that mindset of like, sure. what the fuck? I, who do? I, why do I care? Right. But I do care. Spread us around. Hit, click share. Right. Um, <laughs> All that to say, we do give a shit. And, <laughs> we do uh, give a shit, but I'm not. I'm really <laughs> trying to have a more positive outlook on the show sure i mean the whole like spirit of the show in my mind is that we even if a movie is terrible we try to find the positivity in it yeah we try not to bash movies if we can but sometimes death house comes out (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i I still haven't i still haven't (laughs) you will you will oh no um, we should just do a streamatorium of, of that. We should. And it's going to be it's silent. It's just going to be me screaming in rage <laughs> in the background. It will. It will. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole idea is, you know, to not... There's so many podcasts about horror out there that that it, it makes you feel like, the, like, why are you doing a horror podcast? It seems like you hate these movies. Right, yeah. And we wanted to be the antidote to that. So I started being the opposite of that about our own show. Right. <laughs> and uh, so here's a new leaf, and hopefully it sticks right. and you guys enjoy it. So anyway, um, I watched some stuff, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you did. I don't, I don't think that I've kept any notes on what I've watched. Because it has been quite a while, and I'm sorry about that. And thank you for sticking with us, guys. Um. Nope. <laughs> uh, well, one thing that I recently watched was uh, Dead Wax. Yes. On Shudder. Uh, Shudder original in conjunction with Glass Eye Picks, um, who at the feet of Larry Fessenden, we bow our heads. Absolutely. Um, Dead Wax is very good. It's a little artsy. It's a little hoity-toity. Sure. Well, it's a little bougie, I think, is what people say now. I mean, it is about people collecting records. Well, so. I mean, listen, I've got three over here that I picked up at Video Vortex. Uh, but no, it's very good. It, it, I don't know. What, I don't think I went in expecting really anything. And uh, it's, a more, it's a much more cohesive story than, yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Uh, like I've said on Instagram, it's kind of a mix of Twin Peaks, The Ninth Gate, and something else. Are you looking it up? I, I okay. am. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but no, it was very good, and it's a very quick binge. Um, 
it's eight episodes and they range from 10 minutes to like 18 minutes each. It's, it's well worth your time. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, Twin Peaks, The Ninth Gate, and The Lost Room. Oh, yeah, The Lost Room, that sci-fi miniseries. Yeah. That uh, I still need to get you to watch. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's very much, very much those three things. Um, but in the world of, uh, like, rare record collecting. Right. Uh, Ian. Oh, sorry. Um, and, yeah, having mentioned that, a plug for Shudder. Why don't you have Shutter? Yeah, they aren't. By the way, they aren't paying us. Nobody uh, is. No one is. <laughs> um, but just out of the fact that I am a horror geek, Shutter is really getting their shit together. Yeah, they have grown by leaps and bounds from the uh, from their beginnings. I remember when I first signed up, I made a big deal of bragging about how I got an invite to the beta testing, and I was like, eh, yeah. I mean, it's cool that this exists, right. but if you're already a horror geek, then you are going through their like streaming list right. and going, okay, got that, got it, right. got it, got it. Um, that's not the case anymore. They've they've expanded quite a bit, and their original stuff yeah. has gotten really cool. I mean, they brought back Joe Bob. I was, I was about to say, if, if only <laughs> to watch the Joe Bob stuff, yeah. it's worth the like $5 a month or whatever it is. It's 5 bucks a month. And I don't think you'll regret it. And it's uh, they've also expanded where they stream. Um, I have a Roku TV in my room that it is on. Yeah. So you don't have to huddle around a laptop yeah. to watch Shudder. I'm sure, I think PlayStation probably has an app for it. All that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and Joe Bob's Thanksgiving Marathon was great. I don't know if we've even talked about that. We did on the last episode. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. It was great, except for one movie, the Takashi Miike film that, my God, <laughs> why, God, why? Uh, and then his Christmas marathon was... A nice little surprise. A nice surprise, but also a, a surprise that made me very angry. <laughs> because he he, 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 he... he The only thing he would say about the movies was that there was, they were going to show four movies that were part of a Christmas franchise. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to take off work. Right. I'll just watch it when I get home. Right. And then I'm at work at like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, whenever it started. And Instagram starts going insane, revealing what the movies are. Right. And they're the fucking Phantasm films, which is like my favorite franchise yeah. in horror. And had I known, I would have planned an entire event around it. But I'm not angry. No. It was fun. Yeah. We uh, exchanged gifts that night. We did, yeah. Uh, young Samuel came over with you for a bit. She did. She got uh, angry with you over one of the gifts you gave me. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Retro Agogo. Yeah. And their uh, giant oversized uh, <laughs> old school Halloween masks. It's uh, hanging up in my library now. So it's Excellent. all good. Excellent. Yeah, I have a library. No big deal. A lot of people call it the bathroom. Yeah, well. <laughs> <coughs> uh, you watched anything? The only thing I can really think of that I've watched recently was uh, Sam and I went and saw uh, Glass in the theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was good. I mean, if you like Unbreakable, if you like uh, Split. Um, Here we go. There you go. Which... Uh, 
I enjoyed both of those movies. Unbreakable is probably, no, definitely my favorite Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Um, and Split was was fine. With I know James, you're not, James McAvoy. Yeah, and I know you're not a fan of his, but uh, not. But they, you know, they melded the two movies pretty well. Thank you, Robbie. Um, and uh, yeah, it's worth watching if you like the other two. Yeah. Uh, going back to Shutter, <laughs> just because I also watched this, and you saw about ten minutes of it between sleeping. Uh, horror noir. It is Black History Month, and here at We Belong Dead, we do not take that lightly. So we watch a horror documentary about um, black folks in horror cinema. I got to say, it's fucking great. Yeah. It is really, really good. They are far more in-depth than I expected them to be. I mean, the 15, 20 minutes that I saw of it is real good. Yeah. But they brought up titles that, that we love, that we've actually already brought up in the show, uh, that I didn't expect them to talk in-depth about, like Demon Knight uh, with Ernest Dickinson. Uh, Dickerson? Dickinson? Dickerson. Dicker, Dickerson, yeah. Um, and uh, Jada Pinkett, they talked about, you know, how she was kind of like the first black final girl in modern, yeah. you know. So really, really good stuff. And they, go, they go back to, you know, the uh, Night of the Living Dead and all that. It's, it's, it's really, really well worth a watch. Gang. <laughs> so there's that. I know that I've watched other things. You watched I Halloween. I just... know oh, you didn't watch Halloween. Uh... I did. But I can't really give you my thoughts on it because my co-host is a cunt. Oh. <laughs> it, it's true, though. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been months. There's a ton of shit that I've watched. <laughs> I, uh, I got a movie that I'm pretty excited to watch. Uh... I know hardly anything about it. Uh, it was on a Zavi sale. Mm. It was like three, oh, th- three movies for 20 bucks. Why are you doing this? Because I'm going to report back. And we're going to do a, an evil ed where it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to make you watch it. And you will uh, thank me for it. Um, it's a movie called, and I, I believe it's New Zealand. Um, it's a movie called I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's got the guy who played C-3PO in it. That's the biggest name in the movie. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah. The, uh, this just in ah. on Instagram, the uh, bass player for Harley Poe, yeah. who we saw live. Was that on the last episode? Have we not mentioned it before then? Yeah, we've talked about it. Okay. Yeah, we've talk- I mean, we've talked about going to see Harley Poe. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> the bass player for uh, Harley Poe just... Posted a side-by-side comparison of the poster for The Prodigy, yeah. the new horror film, and uh, Joe from the cover of Satan, Sex, and No Regrets. <laughs> and it looks as though The Prodigy may have ripped off Joe Whiteford. Well, looks like uh, Joe Whiteford's in for some money. It sure does. <laughs> uh, oh, we haven't talked about seeing Ghost, right? Yeah, we have. Have we? Yeah. Okay. I'm th- I feel like all this was on the <laughs> episode that we're scrapping. I don't think so. Well, I, just in case, we, we went to see Ghost kind of begrudgingly. Right. And it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it did exactly what we were kind of hoping it would do, and it kind of turned us a little bit more around on the new album. Right. Still not my still my least favorite of their albums. Sure. And I'm still not a great fan of Dance Macabre. No. But when you see Rats done live, it's pretty great. It is pretty fucking great. And Promemoria, mm. a song that I should never hear when I'm really high. <laughs> Speaking of things that you should never do while really high. This isn't horror related at all, but it, I I think it's worth talking about. So I'm trying to sell my car, right? Scat play. Oh, uh, yes. <clears throat> they tie in actually. Um, no, I'm Your trying piece to sell of shit my car. car. <laughs> yeah, a piece of shit car. <laughs> trying to sell it, and uh, if anyone's interested, you wanna, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Robbie might want to own a piece of uh, We Belong Dead history. There you go. There you go. You looking uh, for a car, uh, Robbie? Get at us. Oh, by the way, Robbie, you emailed us. I'm, I need to email you back. Sorry about that. Ah. Sorry. That's just a side <clears throat> note. I suddenly got a message on the We Belong Dead. Yeah. Gmail. And I was like, Ooh, the lolly. <laughs> and uh, I checked in. It was just Robbie being like, Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> I was Aww. like, Fuck you, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. I'll be getting back to you soon, though, Robbie. And uh, thank you for, for listening. Right. Um, so I went to. Uh, Robbie, currently still the only listener who has actually gotten us something. That's true. Replicator. <laughs> so also still kind of fuck you, Robbie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we'll find out when we do the Replicator commentary track that we have to do for do have to Scares do the Care. Yeah. That's what that's a thing we have to do. So um, your car. Yeah. So I was like, I should probably get a wash. I'm going to be showing it to people. Yeah. And I took it through that car wash down Polish the road. Polish that turd. <laughs> right. Make it all nice and shiny. <laughs> Uh, I took it to that car wash down the road that I think you had told me was oh, was pretty the great. Trippy ass car wash, yeah. I would never want to do that high. Oh, I've done it so many times. Uh, it's great because it's one of those ones where it doesn't last long enough, right? <laughs> where you you go in, your car hooks, which in, is something I hear a lot, and and uh, it just pulls you through. It does the normal car wash yeah. shit. But there's like crazy trippy lights going on. Oh, it's on. great. The it, one on Ward's Road does it too, but this one's better. You feel like. You're in a Rob Zombie music video for yeah. like 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I've gone through with like Pink Floyd playing, like mm. typical shit that mm. you would think when you're high. And it's uh, the only bummer is that it's it needs to be about 15 minutes longer. <laughs> oh, God. I would say. But yeah, it's like it's like a fucking psychedelic light show. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It's like crazy colored foam flying down at you. Oh, I kind of want to go there now. <laughs> oh, they're not 24. Either. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. But anyway, back to horror stuff. I just had to. Uh, you just made me think of it. Uh, we took a little trip recently. We did. Whoa. Oh. We did. I need to order that new mic. I don't know why I haven't broken down and done it. Uh, yeah. On a whim. Uh, it was sort of a whim. It was like a three-day-out whim. <laughs> yeah, but we, we didn't know until the last day if it you was all, actually yeah. going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'd heard about this place uh, that the Alamo Draft House opened in Raleigh called Video Vortex. Yeah, and it looked and sounded amazing. It's like a, uh, it's like an old school video st- rental store, but like uh, sponsored by Mondo and Alamo Draft House. Yeah, so they ha- have a lot of Mondo merch and a lot of shit like that. I was like, in, in my head, I'm thinking I'm gonna go broke in this place. Yeah, but we gotta check it out. Like they have these like. Uh, Huge seven-foot replicas of, like, exploitation horror film VHS covers. Yep. 
It's amazing. All the tables look like VHS tapes. Yeah, and you can like rent the video and pop it into the table yeah. and watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wonderful. Um, so I said, Ian, let's do that. Let's go. I'm going down there. You, you should go. And he was like, Oh, I can't. I got date night on Saturday. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna make fun of that. Sure. <laughs> Good on you, man. Um, but I have a thing called freedom mm. uh, that I value far more. So, I'm not gonna say a fucking thing. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, man, hey, bro, we broed out a little hey, bit, bruh. I was like, "Hey, dude, uh, what if we go down Friday and stay at that rapey days in?" Yeah. And uh, what? When does uh, date night start? And you were like, eight o'clock, eight, seven. seven o'clock, seven, seven o'clock on Saturday. I need to be back. <clears throat> so if I could get the eleven off that Friday, yeah, and. Ian would be off at five or whatever. Right. We'll head down, and uh, then Saturday, checkouts at eleven, so that give us plenty of time. Yeah. So that's what we did. We went down there, and it was a fucking blast. Yeah. I got <laughs> too high, <laughs> like not to the point of like it was a problem. Like I was afraid <laughs> of. I well, maybe not a problem for you. Uh, you were catatonic. Yeah, for quite a bit. I was. It was. Off-putting, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, and I was, like, ready to go. I was wide awake, high as shit, yeah. having a blast. And it was just staring at a very special episode of Family Guy. Yeah. The deepest, most real episode of Family Guy ever. Yeah. Uh, and then, as you tend to do on those trips, you slowly crumbled into sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like, it turns into... Yeah, we're sitting on our beds eating dinner and all that. And then it's Which by the way, Jersey Mike's in Raleigh. No, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's in Raleigh. Shout out. I know that there's a problem with the guy that owns the place. Sure. But their sandwiches are fucking delicious yeah. and so quick. Yeah. The delivery. Yeah. And they delivered till three. Yeah. Oh my god. It was wonderful. Um but yeah, no, it turns into uh Eventually, it's like, well, I'm just going to get more comfortable. I'm going to like, prop myself up with some pillows. <laughs> and that's know? where it begins. And then I start to slide down <laughs> and just drift into a deep slumber. Um, yeah, so we went to I was so high, I thought tomatoes were pickles for you did. A, a few seconds. <laughs> you, uh, you want my pickles? <laughs> you know what? I know those aren't pickles. I just want to clarify that. I know that's a tomato. Uh, also tonight I found out Firehouse subs are really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a sub kick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we get up. Yep. We um, take turns getting spit on in the shower. <laughs> yes. Days in. Come on. Hey, the toilet was bolted to the floor that's this time, true. though. That's true. That, you know, that's an improvement. And we didn't have to, like, jimmy the door every time we tried to <laughs> get in. That's true. Oh, also uh, that Friday night um, while Ian slept, I um, we always get a we go to this rapey day's in because they have smoking rooms, right? And it's like sixty bucks. It's great. <laughs> so, but there comes a time where like Ian, when we go on a road trip, Ian falls asleep, and I I keep getting high, right? <laughs> and I get to a point where the the room is kind of too much, right? So even if it's a smoking room, I go outside. And just kind of get a little air, have a cigarette yeah. out there. So I did that. And uh, it turned out that the room beside us, 
I'll give days in this. Their walls are thick. Yeah. Because I didn't hear shit in our room. Yeah. But as soon as I went outside through the door next door, yeah. there was a crazy Puerto Rican party, a fiesta, if you will, <laughs> yeah. going on. And uh, I was like, wow, they sound like they're having fun. So I go back in and smoke a little more weed, watch and sleep a little longer. <laughs> and I go back out. And almost as soon as I light my cigarette outside, the door next door opens and a, uh, a moderately attractive, <laughs> not that it matters, Puerto Rican uh, woman, maybe early 20s, yeah, gets playfully pushed out of the do- room next door, uh, completely nude. Yeah. And it was hard to deal with <laughs> at the level of high that I was. Like, this can't actually be happening right now. This right. is not real. <laughs> but she was like... Kind of cute. And like she looked at me, she was like, oh my God. It was like covering. Adios mira. Adios mira. Uh, and then, you know, they let her back in eventually. And I yeah. finished my cigarette. And I was like, what the fuck? I walked back in and closing the door woke you up for a moment. And you were like, what's going on? I was like, naked Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican chick next door. And you were like, huh. Back to sleep. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so we wake up the next on Saturday, and we go to uh, Video Vortex, yeah, which is not in an area that you would think it would be. No, it's in it's in a strip, a uh, hidden strip, mall. like a strip mall that looks like where the theater is should be a food line. Yes, because yeah, it's like, but it's an Alamo Draft House. <clears throat> yeah, and it's like you know because it's like a laundromat and like you know a Chinese restaurant next door. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, uh, Family Dollar, I think, and the uh, what was it the the Fuki Express? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was actually a restaurant in Raleigh. I'm pretty sure it was F U K Y O O. No, it was E. A Y E E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, pulled up, he, goes, he was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, they got a Fucky Express. <laughs> Fuck ye. <laughs> uh, so we go to Video Vortex, and I, I'll be honest, you know, they're not paying us or anything. Right. I'll give you an, a, an, an account that is uh, my own and not tainted by any corporate dealings. That's what we, we, we always promise you that on We Belong Dead. There are no corporate dealings. It's true. This is what we think. It'd be nice if we could get one or two thrown yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, but. please. I just bought a new mattress. Casper, that, you could have helped me out. Yeah. Uh, so we walk in. I'm uh, uh, upon first inspection of walking in, I was a tad underwhelmed. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. gonna be a bigger place. Yeah, with more. What it comes down to is, I thought Video Vortex was gonna be catered equally to rental and purchase, right, of Blu-rays, and that wasn't the case. It no. really is a legit video store. Yeah. and bar. Now that having been said, if I lived in Raleigh. Uh, I'd be at that place all the time. All the time. Yeah. A, because there's an Alamo Draft House, so I'd be going right. there a lot. But it's this really cool hipstery bar yeah. in a place where you can rent videos and watch them there. I mean, it's, it's it's really great. Yeah. Really, really great. And I still maintain um, that I think it is a decent destination spot sure. for like a weekend road trip or yeah. a day trip if you're around Raleigh. Um, we're about three hours away, two and a half, three. Two and a half, yeah. Uh, and it's well worth it. I'll definitely be going back down. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a ton of uh, Mondo release and Death Waltz vinyl. Mm. 
which I bought a bunch of. <clears throat> they have uh, some other Mondo merchandise, like the Tiki mugs. Right. Um, I believe they had the pens, but they were kind of hidden with yeah. the enamel pens. But um, no posters and really no movies for sale to speak of. Yeah. They had like a small Criterion section. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. And I, I thought it was going to be, I just thought there was going to be so much more to it. I thought right. there was going to be like this great, like huge, like uh bookcase of like film books. Right. You know, books, biographies of directors and shit. I thought it was going to be like a, what I would have done. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, or even, like even some posters. Like, yeah. There's no posters or anything yeah. for sale. Um, and I, I'm only telling you this part of it because that was kind of underwhelming to me. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, it is a well put together, well managed, um, really cool place. And if, if, yeah. if you're going to go check out a movie at the Draft House anyway, you're definitely going to want to stop in there. Um, I've heard the food is great. We ended up not eating there. We were going to, but we didn't. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I did. <clears throat> I did find a lot of stuff to buy. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I think I spent about 150 bucks yeah, on so, yeah. records and a scarf. Yep, and uh, a, a lawgiver tiki mug from Planet <laughs> of the Apes. You could have had a Cthulhu like tiki mug, else. and you went with uh, you went the lawgiver instead. Yeah, because I like to skirt expectations. Sure, everyone would expect me to have gotten the Cthulhu one. Right. Guess what, guys? I like Planet of the Apes too. The original by Tim Burton. <laughs> um, and it's a great mug. It is. It's really cool. Yeah. I felt like I got some... Oh, oh, and I got some records. Yeah. I picked up um, the uh, Big Trouble in Little China release that Mondo recently put out, which uh, is a two-record set that includes the Coupe de Ville's doing the uh, title song. Oh, nice. Big Trouble... In Little China. <laughs> um, oh, and I also picked up a two-record set of uh, Fabio Frizzi. Um, it's this legendary concert that he did that I've been wanting to pick up for years and have been putting it off, and I was really happy it was there. Uh, it's him live uh, in an abandoned church on Halloween doing uh, Lucio Fulci themes. <laughs> that sounds like the best thing ever. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm guessing it is. I also picked up a single um, off of the Joe Joe LaDuca um, Nightmare Reimagined Evil Dead soundtrack. Mainly picked it up because it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I've got the record, so I just kind of framed the uh, 45. Yeah. Because it's this cool, like, translucent blood red, and the artwork on the cover is phenomenal. And it was 10 bucks, and Ian didn't get one. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah, I don't know either. It was really cheap. Yeah. Uh, and then I took a chance on this uh, band I'd never heard of. I love that Death Waltz will put out um, bands right. as well and not just soundtracks. Uh, they're called Pentagram Home Video. And the record is called The Satanic Path. Um. I haven't listened to the record. It sounds a lot like uh, what Dead Wax was about. Yeah. Um, where are you? Um, but they they came with a download card. 
and uh, I listened to that. Yeah. So I listened to the album. Uh, it's really, really good. I mean, it's it's kind of in tune with what's going on right now in that world of like horror and cult. Okay. Everyone's trying to like, like very like synth heavy. Yeah, everyone's yeah. trying to recreate John Carpenter stuff, and uh, and they're, most of them are doing a great job. Hmm. Carpenter Brute guys like that. I really really like oh, yeah. what's going on right now. Uh, but these guys, Pentagram Home Video, are doing it very well. Nice. Um, the album is called Soundtracks and Cues, sourced from video cassette The Satanic Path. Okay. And we have titles like uh, The Satanic Path, A Satanic Perspective on Youth Television, The Left Hand Path, in parentheses, Disco, <laughs> uh, A Problem for the Occultist, uh, The Black Mass Part 1 and The Black Mass Part 2, Leviathan. Ooh. Yeah. But really, really good. And um, with bands like this, uh, Death Waltz is, is really cool in their... Um, pricing of it as well because yeah. i think this was like 17 bucks well, that's not bad at all yeah wow i spent a lot of time talking about that um so then so i got something oh, yeah, that yeah. i've been wanting for quite a while <laughs> i got a record too guys um <clears throat> i got the phenomenal and really cool like f- fun packaging on this yeah ghoulish uh, gary Pullen, i believe did the uh the artwork oh right on yeah um he never disappoints. But the soundtrack for Monster Squad. <laughs> Shocking to You Drop is on that album. <laughs> As well it should be. Yes. Is that the only thing you picked up there? Uh, I got that and I got a book for Rob. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, I gave it to him already. Never Sorry. mind. <laughs> and uh, and I should have gotten that Evil Dead record. Because it was 10 bucks. I don't know why I didn't. You know what? We'll be down there again soon enough. I'm actually thinking about taking a day trip next weekend. No shit. (laughs) Maybe. Well, because I want to hit that third comic shop that we didn't get to. You mean the one that we do go to all the time? Yeah, but we didn't this time. (laughs) Uh, So then, yeah, we decided to hit up this comic shop that we go to every time we're down there. uh, Ultimate Comics. Yes. Little did we know they have three locations in Raleigh. And little do we know... The comic book shop that we typically go to when we're down there is one of them. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the two that we'd never been to. Yeah. Um, the first one we went to, I picked up a uh, Alfred Hitchcock um, Funko Pop. That's right, yeah. Uh, that I posted on Instagram and that Jenna was really mean and leaving a comment on. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't know that. if you saw that. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was really mean. <laughs> But in keeping with our fucking relationship, sure. I guess. Friendship, I would say. <laughs> I don't want anybody to lead down that path. <coughs> uh, sorry, guys. I just uh, I just had to see what Jenna said. Yeah, you know what? Leave it for them to no, look up. If yeah. they want to find out, yeah, you can then find go it. to my Instagram. And you should, because it's great. Uh, Lono Mojo? Yep, that's yeah. the one. Go there. Uh, speaking of Instagram, there's a guy on there named the Alex Vincent. Uh, hit him up uh, and look at some of the stuff that I posted of his. He does custom uh, Blu-ray covers. Oh yeah. Uh, if you have a Blu-ray movie that's got shit cover art, which we all have plenty. Yeah. Near Dark comes oh. to mind. John dies at the end comes to mind. Um, for ten bucks, you give him the uh, title, and if you have some sort of idea of what you want or not, yeah. Uh, and he will whip up an amazing uh, 
cover for you yeah. and send it to you. It's great. I've gotten uh, like 10 or 12 done yeah. from him. And he's got some, which I think is a really cool idea, that are like Criterion-style packaging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he has one for Hereditary. Also Criterion-style artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has one for Hereditary that I haven't bought it yet. So I'm going to buy it and then immediately buy yeah. the cover. Yeah, but it. he ships it in a Criterion case. Yeah, it's great. Like it's 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 a great idea, and he does a great job. So check out the Alex Vincent and tell him Lono sent you. Yeah. Um, I ordered a uh, limited edition. He only made five of them for the new Halloween. Hmm. So I picked that up. And uh, several others. He will be doing uh, – there are two Criterions – that I'm getting from him custom. Oh. Uh, there may be more in the future, but right now I'm definitely getting the Three Amigos <laughs> as a Criterion film. That's fucking great. <laughs> and uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, put out by Criterion. <laughs> it's all scratched up. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's done a great job. I've gotten Near Dark. I've gotten uh, Cat's Gal- Eye. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. It doesn't have to be horror. Yeah. Um, Fletch. Mm. The Fletch Collection. He did. A, you can go to my Instagram and see all these, along with the really mean comment that Jenna left, if you want. Um, but yeah, the Alex Vincent. Go there. Um, oh, so yeah, I picked that up, and I picked up something that I never thought that I would end up getting into. Yeah, these stupid fucking Japanese Funko plastic, like little plastic, stupid statues. fucking fuck. You have two of them now. I do. I want to just collect all the Frankenstein ones. How many others are there? They're like six or eight. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, I can't remember what they're called. They're on my Instagram as well. But it's like these like boxy looking, maybe about six inch tall, um, hand painted. They're limited to like 500, 750, 1,000. Yeah. Um, But they're just tchotchkes. There's no reason for them to exist. But they're really neat. They're Hikari figures. Hikari figures, yeah. So, yeah, um, if you find any of those, let me know. <laughs> uh, did you pick up anything of that Ultimate? Yeah, I picked up a uh, a Ghost Rider Mighty Mugs figure oh, yeah, that yeah. I've been searching for for a long time. Um, <clears throat> and I also picked up a random, uh, like, probably late 80s issue of Moon Knight uh, because the cover was rad and, and the villain was uh, Dima Goblin. Nice. So, yeah. You ever get into Moon Knight? Never have. Oh, uh, yeah, I really dig him. Uh, he's kind of like the Marvel's version of Batman if he was also legitimately crazy. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, the costume does not denote crazy to me. Mm. I mean, not originally, but like in newer iterations, it's uh, they delve into the fact that he's actually straight-up schizo- schizophrenic. Okay. Yeah. I watched uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, the other night it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, just as fun as the first one. Mm. But tune into our superhero episode, uh, podcast for that. Uh, then we went to the second location because the 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 girl at the location we went to was like, "Have you guys been to the big one or the one with the green floor, or something like that?" Right. And we were like, "I don't fucking know." Right. So we ended up going to the big one. Yeah, and uh, eh, I mean, as far as space. Yeah. Big? Yeah. As far as, like, uh, content? Yeah. A lot of back issues. Yeah. That you care about. I yeah. don't. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time in that place. 
Did you ever? Um, so yeah, I, I picked up. Uh, I decided to finally get into Sandman. Mm. Enough people have told me over the years that it's something that I should uh, check out. Yeah. So I picked out. They put the. I guess it's the thirtieth anniversary of uh, Sandman. So they put out like a deluxe edition of the first trade. Yeah. So I picked that up. I think that's all I got there. Yeah, I got. Um, well, but ha- there happy were two surprise. girls working there. <laughs> yeah, that you fell in love Dear with. Dear God. <clears throat> anyway, they were so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you right. You right. Um, I got. I turned into a fucking idiot from a movie when I was at checkout. <laughs> I wish I had been in line <laughs> with you just to see. This really, really attractive geek girl was like throwing out every sign of like hit on me right or like here's openings to like ask me to lunch right. or something and i could not string words together she was so fucking pretty and i'm so out of like practice <laughs> on shit like that but she's like oh sandman is, is, are you like revisiting or is this your first time and i was like i'm gonna read it <laughs> I'm getting all tingly. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I've never read. People have told me for years I should. I was like, I kind of live in a Warren Ellis world when it comes to comics. And she was like, Ellis is cool. And I was like, yeah. He's <laughs> really cool. It's cool that you think he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> she pointed my arm and was like, oh, Karloff, nice. And I was like, because I have a Boris Karloff tattoo. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> She's like getting visibly frustrated. She's like, why won't, am I, why won't this guy talk to me? I'm super hot. <laughs> and then she like pointed my other arm. And she was like, Hunter Thompson. Because I have a, gun, I have a gonzo tattoo. And I was like, I think I didn't even, I was just heavy breathing. <laughs> I suck. I'm the worst. Uh, yeah. Um, but I had a pleasant little surprise in that place. Uh, yeah, because yeah, there is a back room that I guess this guy rents out. He's not actually with Atomic. I mean, uh, Ultimate Comics. Um, it's like I'm walking into a goddamn flea market back there. It was, and it was great. <laughs> um, but it was a you know smallish room filled with like action figures from every era. Yeah. I mean, like old like in would packaging, be considered, out of packaging. Yeah, would be considered antique old yeah. to like modern stuff. And, uh, yeah, I got a couple of things. I got a, uh, <laughs> you spent forever. That whole time I was in there, I only walked out with the little mini metal Omega red figure that I used to have when I was a kid. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm in the Jeep at this point. Uh, cause we've done like wake and bake throughout the morning <coughs> and I just, I couldn't do it. I was in, I was in there for a good hour. I just couldn't find anything other than that Sandman comment. So I go back out to the Jeep, and when I got to the Jeep, I was like, okay, you will be out in a minute, and we, we'll probably even have time to go to that third shop. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, I think each of those shops has a specialty. Yeah. I think the one we went to first that Saturday, Yeah. their specialty is um, like uh, knickknacks and statues and toys, collectibles. Yeah. The second one we went to that day, their specialty is back issues. Yeah. And the third, the place we normally go to is trades. Yeah, with a decent amount of collectibles, of too. And, well, yeah, they kind of have a little of everything It's there. the most well-rounded of the three, yeah. I'd say. Uh, it's the only one we didn't go to. <laughs> I was like, I kind of want to go to that one. Plus, I've got this weird thing about odd numbers, uh, odd and even numbers. Like, I like things to end in an odd number. I don't know if you've noticed that about me. Oh, I have. Um, 
and we didn't go to the third one. <laughs> um, and it's been a monkey on my back since we got back in town, all because of your fucking wife. Uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, about most of that. Right. Um, so then, like, a little more time goes by, and I'm like, all right, we can probably quickly swing by the, the right. other one. Just pop in. Yeah. And then a lot of time went by. And I finally messaged you, and I was like, yeah, everything all right? (laughs) And then by the time you got back in the Jeep, we should have probably left to get home 15 minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we still hadn't eaten. We hadn't eaten. And then we got caught in a clusterfuck of traffic in downtown Raleigh somehow. Because Google fucking hates me. Yeah. Um. So then we end up finding a place. Yeah. Called the Raleigh Bistro. Or Backyard Bistro. It was great. Yeah. If you're in Raleigh, I suggest uh, checking it out. The food is amazing. Yeah. Nachos were a little lackluster, but everything else was great. Yeah. Might be just about the best fried cheese I've ever had. Yeah. It was amazing. The, this place knows how to fry cheese. Yeah, they do. They know their, <laughs> they know their clientele. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> we got back. It's like, even if it helps, I can drop because your date night was at a basketball game at a college here. Yeah, it's just started there. Yeah, and I was like, if it helps, I can drop you off at you know the basketball game. Yeah, so we did that, and you were hour and a half late, hour late, just an hour. Yeah, like, uh, and that was that. Yeah. <laughs> what. I mean, we can, we can talk about it. Uh, the college. Yeah. Yeah. W- was uh, Liberty University. Yeah. As soon as we pulled on the campus, like, my skin started burning. Yeah. And cracking. <laughs> um, All I could taste in my mouth was sulfur. <laughs> I thought it was because neither of us brought toothpaste. <laughs> How did that happen? I have no idea. I am so happy you had Listerine at least. Yeah. I was certain I had one of those little travel tubes. Yeah. So did I. So was I. Um, but yeah, we we pull up on the Liberty's campus. I gave all, all of our toothpaste to the Puerto Rican as a uh, <laughs> sign of good faith. Um, and not even intentionally, it was just a beautiful accident uh, going through the uh, parking lot of everything, <coughs> everything of Liberty while blasting uh, Rocky Erickson. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> Don't Shake Me Lucifer. That's right. I think is what was playing. Yes, I drop you off in her car, and then I come home, and I had a lovely couple of days after that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because also, when we got back Saturday night, my long-awaited and long-postponed All the Colors of the Dark and All the Colors of Giallo from um, Severn came in. Yeah. Also, you can check out my reviews of those on uh, my Instagram, Lono Mojo. Um, Well worth the wait. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. There hasn't been an arrow sale in a while. Yeah. Uh, we're at about an hour. Yeah, we can go ahead and cut to a song. Could we? Yeah, can we cut to your song? Because you haven't figured yours out. No, yet? I know what I'm. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can do mine first. Um. 
I was trying to think of a song to play tonight, and I realized... By, an, by like, an artist we've never heard. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just finally was like, you know what? We haven't played Ghost for a while. I'm going to play a good Ghost song. Do you want the studio version? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so, one of my favorite uh, tracks from them, uh, Absolution. Off of the album, Meliora. Right? Yes. And um, best of luck to Ghost tonight as they go for five Grammy Awards. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy Absolution.
monsters in haunted homes, a ghost on the stair, a vampire's bite, but beware, <laughs> there's a full moon tonight. Big fat bug right in my spiderweb. Virginia, are you crazy? You're bad. Bad. You are not supposed to play spider anymore. <laughs> Animal spiders creep and crawl. Boys and ghouls having a ball. <laughs> Frankenstein, Dracula, and even the mummy are sure to end up in somebody's tummy. <laughs> He's just a big kid. Yes, it's like you say, sir. We're not very formal here at uh, Mary House. And the big black spider goes round and round. Sit round the fire with this cup of brew, a fiend and a werewolf on each side of you. This cannibal orgy is strange to behold, and the maddest story ever told. Ian. What magnificent film have you chosen for us this week? Spider Baby. Oh, it's the best. It is definitely one of the best. I'm assuming you uh, your source material is the same as mine, the Arrow video release. Oh, absolutely. One of their uh, best releases, I think. Um, one of the first releases of theirs I ever got. Um... Yeah, chock full of features, reversible cover art. The features are not to be uh, skipped on this. Yeah. <clears throat> Wonderful, like, full docs, panel discussions, commentary with Jack Hill and Sid Haig, which is a fucking delight. I bet that in and of itself is, yeah. It is also... Uh, one of the titles. <laughs> thank you, Robbie. <coughs> One of the titles that they always include in their sale. Yeah. <coughs> so I highly recommend. I can't. I can't remember. Is that one reaching? I was for just going to check that. I, I was think I'm thinking it's all reading. It's A and B. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Beautiful new cover art. I want to say from Graham Humphreys. Maybe not. I don't know. It's very Graham Humphreys-esque. Ian, this is your uh, pick. Why don't you uh, walk us through uh, uh, the uh, multiple dated uh, Jack Hill classic, Spider Baby. Yeah. All right. So, uh, just quick rundown. Uh Released on December 24th, 1967. Uh, written by and directed by Jack Hill. Produced by Paul Monka and Gil Lasky. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Runtime of 86 minutes. It it's feels like briefer than that. Almost. It does, yeah. Um, budget was $65,000. Um, not sure about the box office. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't find it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, also known as uh, 
cannibal orgy mm-hmm. and uh, the maddest story ever told. Which the second one is, is pretty fitting. on point. Yeah. yeah. I, I could have gone with some more cannibal orgying <laughs> in the movie. I could have gone with some more orgy orgying, but that's just me in general. Film number six in our uh, ongoing that, series. That's it. It's only six. <laughs> it feels like it's been more. But it's also subtitled Ian's Redemption. Yes. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we all thought it would be a good idea to revisit John Carpenter's Vampires <laughs> and Pet Cemetery Because in our minds, they were both great. Yeah. We should have left them. I right tell you, there. That, that new Pet Cemetery looks like something good. It does. Yeah. It really does. Um, uh, uh, John Lithgow as Judd Crandall looks yeah. pretty great. Yeah. I am surprised that he didn't lean into the accent a little bit. Well, I'm sorry. But uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing just because I feel like then everyone would just be like, oh, well, he's just aping yeah. off of. Yeah. But uh, I do kind of miss it a little bit. Well, you know what? It's still there. It is. It is. I can just watch those scenes in that movie. Sometimes dead is better. It's true. It's true, though. You know what I always say to people who have gluten allergies? What's that? Sometimes bread is better. Nope. All right. So, uh, stuff about this movie. Yeah. Uh, Is a 1967 black horror comedy film. Sure. And directed by Jack Hill. Stars the amazing Lon Chaney Jr. Happy ha- birthday. Happy birthday as Bruno, the chauffeur and caretaker of three orphan siblings who suffer from Mary yep. syndrome. A genetic condition starting in early puberty that causes them to regress mentally, socially, and physically. The so delicious Carol oh Omar. Yeah. Uh, Quinn Redeker, Beverly Washburn, Jill Banner. The Amazing Sid Haig. Indeed. Mary Mitchell, Carl Shanzer, and Manton Moreland. Manton Moreland. Also starring. <laughs> Manton Moreland was awesome. It is a very of that era actor name. Yeah. He was the uh, postman. Oh. At the beginning. He's <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see. Sorry, I got smoke in my eye. Uh, film was released to relative obscurity, but eventually achieved cult status and a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes aggregate review site. You hear that? Split. Uh, it was shot in 12 days in the August of 1964. Uh, many days were extremely hot on a small stage with no air conditioning. Lon Chaney Jr. frequently had to be wiped down between every take on some days. I mean, that could have been the alcohol. That, I'm sure that was a factor. One of the stories that I believe Sid Haig tells in, the, in one of the special features is about how uh, <laughs> when he was in the movie and a kid... Obviously, he would go to Lon Chaney's trailer, and Chaney was awesome. He would like hang out with everybody, right? But he always thought that Chaney was like was really into fruit because he had mason jars filled with fruits. Yeah, but it was just them soaking in liquor. 
Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> uh, the rocking chair that Virginia ties Peter to as she plays her spider game was an antique that belonged to director Jack Hill's grandmother. It was destroyed during filming. <laughs> wow. Uh, as we alluded to before, uh, the film was originally titled Cannibal Orgy, and director Jack Hill wrote a treatment for a sequel called Vampire Orgy, which followed Peter and Anne on their honeymoon. I would love to read that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, thought to be a quote-unquote lost film of the 1990s, it was learned that there was a badly dubbed 16mm VHS copy in release. Uh, Writer-director Jack Hill found the original negative, got a clean digital transfer from it, and put that in circulation. As the picture was not copyrighted, he was able to market it on his own. Uh, Hill added a scene uh, cut from (laughs) the original theatrical release (laughs) and (laughs) promoted it as the quote-unquote director's cut. Uh, Let's see. The film had a $60,000 budget. Lon Chaney Jr. was paid a flat fee of $2,500 for his performance. Each of the other actors were paid $100 a day. Coincidentally, the price of the actors' salaries was the same as the daily rental of the Duesenberg that uh, Bruno drives, which is a boss-ass Yeah, <laughs> Yes, it is. Uh, its release was held up for three and a half years because the producers went bankrupt, which tied up the film in legal limbo. Uh, independent producer David L. Hewitt acquired it for the distribution in December 1967 and changed the title to Spider Baby. And the following summer in 1968, The Liver Eaters. Okay. <laughs> uh, Quinn K. Redeker would sometimes sit in Lon Chaney Jr.'s trailer while Chaney told him stories and anecdotes about his films. Uh, Chaney would often be making his special <laughs> specialty homemade mustard while doing so. I, I, want, I want some Lon Chaney <laughs> Jr. mustard, man. I mean, if he values his mustard so much that he has to make it himself, it's probably pretty great. Um, <clears throat> Sid Haig admitted to avoiding Lon Chaney Jr. for the first two days of filming simply because he wasn't sure what to say to the veteran actor. One day Chaney was needed for, and Haig was sent to Chaney's trailer to retrieve him. Uh, Haig nervously knocked on the door and said, Excuse me, Mr. Chaney, you're needed on set. Cheney told Haig, without skipping a beat, stop that. I'm not Mr. Cheney. I'm Lon. You're Sid. Let's leave it at that. Haig later said that his interaction put him completely at ease. Cheney was a monster of a man. Yeah. Just a hulking figure. (laughs) A fucking uh, golem. (laughs) Yes. Um... The Smith Estate House was originally occupied by Judge David David Patterson Hatch, where he wrote occult books as well as metaphysical writings after he retired from the bench. Right on. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, according to Sid Haig, when Lon Chaney Jr. finished the scene where Bruno talks about the toy, the crew was in tears. Chaney also received a standing ovation and wasn't able to leave the set for five minutes. That's so, awesome. That's pretty great. That is awesome. And understandable when you watch that scene. Oh, yeah. Um, <coughs> Jack Hill accompanied uh, Carol Omar on a trip to Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh. <sighs> Let me just think about that for a second. Uh, where she personally picked out the sexy wardrobe she dons in the later half of the film. Yeah. 
Boy, does she don it. <laughs> so well. <sighs> you know, <laughs> at least on the <clears throat> bottom halves, back in the day, they knew how to make some fucking underwear. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll just um, leave it at that. <clears throat> Uh, in 1999, a DVD of the film's original Laserdisc transfer was released. I was just skipping around because a lot of this trivia is shit that we are, you already covered. Um, uh, in 2007, Dark Sky Films released a version featuring Hill's director's cut of commentary and a making of the film. In 2015, Era Films put out the End All Be All release. A musical version of Spider Baby played small community theaters looking for a wider audience. It opened at the Empty Space Theater in Bakersfield, California in 2004. In October 2007, it opened in Oregon at the local Grange Hall in Orlando at the Black Orchid Theater. I'd love to see that. Absolutely. Uh, in 2007, independent film producer Tony DiDio began preparing a remake of the film featuring original director Hill as executive producer and Jeff Broadstreet as director. Well, if that's still on the table, we have some ideas for recasting coming up. We sure do. Um, <clears throat> oh, in 2009, Spider-Baby uh, Spider writer director Hill and E&D Films released, or launched the official Spider-Baby website featuring historical information about the film, video clips, and photo galleries. It's still up. Really? It's a cool site. Nice. Yeah. Uh, spiderbabyonline.com uh, Soundtrack notes, the only thing I have is uh, that is actually Lon Chaney Jr. that you hear singing the uh, title song. It's amazing. Awesome. God, I love Lon Chaney Jr. Um, and then, of course, uh, um, what's his name from Faith No More? I thought you were, were going to save me on this one. Mike, I, Mike Patton. Mike, that's the one. <clears throat> uh, his band, Phantomas. Yes. Uh, did a great, which you heard at the beginning of the show. and uh, Also available in a live version. Mm. Uh, well worth checking out. I fucking love Patton. A lot of uh, kind of indie-ish horror punk bands have paid homage to Spider Baby yeah. through songs. A lot of them are pretty cool. All right. Harley Poe, get on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a washboard now. That's right. Okay. This film, I this might be the best pairing I've ever had with food. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This movie pairs very well with Breakfast for Supper. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I had uh, scrambled eggs. Okay. Uh, fried bologna. Mm-hmm. Um, sausage gravy and biscuits. Nice. Orange juice. How did you stay awake through the movie <laughs> after a meal like that? It's a short movie. That's true. <laughs> um, okay. I'm, I was just scanning through my notes. Uh, <laughs> probably would have been a good idea to have done this episode sooner to when I made the notes because some of these, I don't know what the fuck I'm referencing. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, Ian did the right thing and months ago prepared for this episode. I did just last night. <laughs> yeah. I did it around the time where we originally thought we were actually going to do this. Back in the summer. Right. Of 2018. Yep. 
Oh, well. I suck. Um, all right. Starting off, I just put just knowing that I'm going to watch this movie makes me giddy. Yes. <laughs> like the act of going to find it in my arrow section. I'm just I'm almost giggling. I'm so happy to watch this movie. I uh, I, I had Sam watch it for the first time um, when when I saw it for this episode, and uh, I was super excited because I knew this was going to be one she would she would like. And of course, I just love it so much, so I was happy to watch it anyway. But she loved it. Yeah, it's it's hard not to like this movie. There's it is. a lot. There's a lot going on in here. Um. From the moment the spider web appears, I'm like a kid with Cheney's laugh and vocals coming in. Oh yeah, it's it might be some of it's definitely some of the best like opening sequences. Like yeah, in, like I, I, then I put classic perfect opening credits. Yeah, very Saw Bass like. It's amazing. Um, the song "Spider Baby" has a real Zachary appeal to it. Like I would have loved to have heard Zachary do a cover oh, of "Spider yeah. Baby." Yeah. Um, I love the uh, clinical opening with the immediate fourth wall break. Yeah, <laughs> like you just know off the bat, like this could go anywhere. Uh-huh. Like this is not even starting like a real movie. Uh, also on the on the side notes, I put I want a smoking jacket. Oh yeah, I really want. Absolutely. They're so expensive. I mean, you're almost there. You got you got a pretty luxurious room. <laughs> it's true. But like a legit smoking jacket is going to cost you like three hundred bucks. Fuck off! It's fucked up. <laughs> uh, Mantan Moreland <laughs> with an exclamation point <laughs> and his trike. That is a vehicle that existed. That yeah. thing was crazy. Uh, I th- I think I could like we say in the the disclaimer for every episode of the show is I could be wrong, right? <laughs> you know. It's not two horror scholars. Right. <clears throat> it's two horror geeks. All right. So I think this is the last of the that type of racism yeah. in film. Ah. Of that, oh, golly. <laughs> like that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know the family that he pulls up to to get directions, I yeah. think. I put family racist, scared, or both. <laughs> Because they, they're either displeased that there's a black man outside their home, or they're whenever they think of that house down the road, they yeah. get terrified. Well, later in the movie, the, the that family's referenced. <clears throat> um, Virginia nearly killed the two kids. Oh right! Yeah. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. shit! <laughs> You're just always looking for racism in film. <laughs> um. Oh, right off the bat, I love the score. Oh, yeah. It's way too joyful, <laughs> yeah. which makes sense, yeah. but doesn't. Um, the Mary home deserves more acclaim. Oh, yeah. Like the Bates Motel home. Yeah. You know, the Strode house, you know, or, you know, the, the Myers house. It needs to be in that pantheon. Yeah. As does this film. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I did note that uh, uh, Manton's voice makes my throat hurt to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is a gravelly, gravelly voice. Uh, from the moment she appears, I'm in love with Jill Banner. Oh, see, my note was 
could Virginia's intro be more creepy? <laughs> and that probably that has something to do with your attraction. Sure. I love the crazy chicks. I get it. <laughs> um, uh, lawn and that car. Yeah. <laughs> they just go together yeah. really well. Um, in, in all caps, fuck, Sid is young and gangly <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> he ain't lying. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I feel like this performance is the closest we get to the real Lon Chaney Jr. Sure, yeah. If that makes sense. Either that or he's a hell of an actor. Yeah. Because the, the empathy and the sympathy that you feel for... Mm. For Bruno is palpable. Um, I don't like Elizabeth, which I like. Right. Okay. If that makes any sure. sense. Sure. Like, there's a very definite favorite sister for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and for this movie, that works. Yeah. Um, Sid's entrance. Yeah. I just put Sid's entrance. <laughs> That's all you need. Um, this film should feel more disturbing, but it's oddly cozy. Sure. And I think that has a lot to do with Lon Chaney. Mm. Like, because he has, because yeah. Bruno is like trying his damnedest to make this family. Uh, well, exist. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, be the caretaker that he needs to be, and it you you definitely feel it. Um. Yeah. Uh, but Bruno's patience is heroic. Yeah. <laughs> you were far away from like last time you <laughs> talked. Uh, long scene on the porch. Yeah, I love uh, it. That's one shot. It yeah. goes on forever. Never gets boring. No. Uh, because of Lon Chaney Jr. Yep. Uh, uh, such calm tediousness. Mm. Uh, the body and the dumb waiter, the mopping, etc. Right. Like in any other movie, these things that we're talking about would be a detriment. Like, why is this one stock shot on the fucking porch going on forever? Right. Why we don't need to see them like cleaning up after the thing? But cut it, to the fucking chase. It all yeah. works in this movie. Yeah. Uh, which leads to Jack Hill is a brilliant director. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, outside of the realm of even what he's known for being a great director for. Right. I mean, just in general, <clears throat> this guy should have been a big Hollywood, you know, Scorsese type of oh, figure. Yeah, for sure. That having been said, personally and selfishly, I'm happy that he did his career went where it did right if that makes any sense just because it gave you personally so many more so many women in prison films yes (laughs) (laughs) but yes yeah yeah uh camera angles are boss yeah for 1964 ish yeah uh very interesting angles um the i love a i love i love a movie with a hidden like bookcase Oh. moving type thing oh yeah uh and the first glimpse at that basement is awesome yeah uh carol omart oh my oh man 
I th- like that times aesthetic doesn't do a whole lot for me. Sure. Um, so I never thought I would fall in love with a woman from that era the way I do with Carol Omar. Yeah. For the next few, and this is going to get more personal than people probably want it to. For the next couple of weeks, anyway. Yeah. Carol Omar is going to be my dominatrix fantasy. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, a take charge woman character in 1964. Yeah. Not really heard of. No. Um, very pro woman film, especially for the time. Sure. I mean, the two sisters are in the forefront. Right. And they don't take shit. Right. No woman in this, every woman in this movie is like the tits. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not meek. They're not getting pushed around. Right. You know? Um, where are we? Uh, dripping with modern gothic aesthetic. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that whole, like, like imagining this as a hammer film. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, the whole, like, window curtain ripped up as a web mm. trap thing is so clever. Yeah. And so neat. Oh, homeboy got a straight-up Hitler stash. He sure does. <laughs> There's no if, and, or but. That is a Hitler stash. Yeah. And this uh, is like 20 years after World War II. <laughs> nice Hitler stash, prick. That's my note. Followed by, don't you threaten Bruno. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, on my side notes, I have, I need more Lon Chaney Jr. merch. Yeah. Like life masks. Yeah. Posters, stuff like that. I don't have enough. And I I love... Launching engineer. <laughs> um, did he just say retarded? I think he did. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he sure did. It was a different time. Yeah, you know. Um, poor Bruno. I just wrote poor Bruno. Yeah, the weight of the world <laughs> is on this guy. Yeah. Um, Virginia crawls in the mushrooms. Yeah, that is such a weird, <laughs> awesome. Oddly arousing. <laughs> no, you ain't wrong. No, I'm not. Uh, Ralph stalks a cat. <laughs> I never noticed until this viewing Elizabeth's absurdly long neck. Yeah. Yeah, there's a thing. <laughs> kid's got a long-ass neck. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> Ralph... When he's reintroduced in the uh, Lord Fauntleroy outfit, is the most upsetting thing in the film. Isn't Ralph adorable in his little suit? Oh, oh my god! I'm so happy <laughs> for like the last forty minutes. Desert, yeah, in my mouth, uh-huh. and I thought I'd, I was like, oh, I finished my coffee. I can't go in the. I can't go get a drink. I forgot I had this big-ass fucking Dr. Pepper. Oh, nice. Sorry, guys. Side note. Um, also on side notes, I put figures, please. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the dinner table. Like, the setup. The, the, every chair is different. Yeah. 
this is where you start seeing where Toby Hooper saw this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Not, and I don't mean just for Chainsaw. Also, there's a lot of eating alive in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a movie I need to revisit. It's been a minute. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I finally broke down and got the Arrow version. Yeah, it like every sale. It's been in my cart. I'm just getting out of your way. <laughs> I was good seeing you, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Um, uh, fuck those tarantulas. Yeah. Like, I'm not a spider guy. Right. But it's not to the point where, like, a couple of spiders in a movie is going to, like, fuck me up. Right. Something about these tarantulas in this film, like, I think, I, it really makes my skin crawl. I think it has a lot to do with... Like the music that plays in the background whenever they that pop out. and it's it's so suddenly and unexpectedly more than one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys, but marijuana dries you out. <laughs> and I anyway, um, uh, vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> that's like out of nowhere <laughs> and kind of weird to hear in the, in the mid '60s. And uh, I've got rabbit, really? Yeah, yeah. rabbit <laughs> or cat? Oh, that absolutely Ralph was cat. stalking. <laughs> yeah, um, Ralph staring and drooling at the carcass. Yeah, just just watch him. Just watch Sid while everyone else is acting. And it's it's a monumental feat of background acting. Yeah. Every shot of Jill Banner. Damn. Yeah. Every shot is a still. Yeah. They could be, you know, printed. Oh yeah. Salad, that's salad. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking salad was the funniest moment in the movie. Just a big ball of grass comes out. Oh man. Uh, dig in, Ralph. <laughs> he just grabs the fucking carcass. Sid <laughs> Hay really put everything into this. Movie. Oh yes. Um, what's his name? Peter turns to Anne and says, "Are you a horror film fan?" Yeah. And then starts listing movies. Right. Was this the first meta horror? Oh. Where the horror film is spoken of as a thing that exists right. in the world? It might be. Jack Hill. There you go. Good old Jackie. <laughs> um, that slow pan of, of all the people at the table just kind of like silently shows their personalities. Yeah. And uh, Virginia just eats a fucking spider on her fork. <laughs> so gross. Uh, we have lots of spiders. Why is that line hot? I love you. <laughs> I, w- I want to. I want to play spider with Jill. Oh, with Virginia. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I feel really dirty about this, too, because I think she lied and was actually 17 when they made this movie. Eh. Different time. What, now? Yes. I mean, I just, 
uh, Ralph getting caught opening the the secret door. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) The best. Just the look on his face. And the elongated, hey. (laughs) Peter and Anne are the only two smart characters. They're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. Uh, Nighty night, daddy. Yikes. Yikes. Yikers. (laughs) But you know that that delivery did something for you, though. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'm Lono. With me as always. Oh, yeah. My co-host, the uh, Eleanor Roosevelt of horror podcasting. Sure. Ian. Um, This film is far more perverse than it feels. Yeah. Especially for 1965. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it really hits me when they reveal Daddy. Yeah. Again, this score. It's so fucking good. It's so great. I need it to come out. I need Mondo or... You know, Death Waltz or uh, Waxwork. Someone needs to get on this. Yeah. Or Arrow. They've been putting out records yeah, for their true. releases. Um, fucking Owl. Every time I watch this movie, I forget that there's a real Owl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, Carol, with your black bra self. Oh, man. I'm going to need a moment. Well, that'll lead into this. Carol Omart, as an actress and sex symbol of, of her time, deserves far more. No one knows who Carol Omart is. Marilyn Monroe who? <laughs> Thank you. Yep. But I'm right. Oh, right? Yeah. And, 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 and even just within the genre, I mean, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> What's going on? Why yeah. is she not known? Why are there not, like, silkscreen t-shirts with yeah. Carol Omart on them? Yeah, there should be. Let's get on it. <laughs> Next episode, we'll talk about our side business. Uh, I would love to start having merch for this show. Oh, yeah. And I found that we should talk about this after, uh, off mic, but one of the most popular horror podcasts out there that I'll not name, I think they get a lot of their traction from actually just pulling the trigger and making cool t-shirts Yeah, and stuff. Not just of their show. Hmm. Like, if they had the idea of, like, why don't people make Carol Omar t-shirts? They would do it. Oh, gotcha. And it would actually pay out. It's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway. It's not a bad idea at all. Uh, uh, the set design oh. is very sparse, but Effective. perfect. Yeah. Effective, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Schlocker inspecting the desk. Yeah is so done so purposeful yeah and he when he puts his hand in where the spiders were (laughs) it's just it's so well done that actor i sorry i don't know his name um adolf something Mm. he was being a sneaky little hitler (laughs) yeah um just really really good um When the sisters appear on the stairs, I love that shot, how it's lit. Oh, like the silhouette? Yeah. yeah. 
It's really, really great. Uh, Schlocker's Demise. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, b- back to what we were saying before. I have a line here that says, God damn, this era did lingerie bottoms, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm not a big fan of the cone bra, but right. waist down. It's good stuff. Um. Bruno's the slow, sad Bruno's realization yeah. when the he sees the dumbwaiter start turning yeah. is legit heartbreaking yeah. for a movie that was almost called Cannibal Orgy. Because he he wants to make it work so bad, and then when he realizes that it's there's no way. Lon Chaney Jr. should have gotten an Oscar for this movie. Sure. He really, I'm saying yeah. that with no, like, irony. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is to House of a Thousand Corpses what Spider Baby is to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So I need everyone to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's yeah, all. I'm 100% with you on that one. And I don't, I don't say that in a bad way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Damn, Lon Chaney Jr. is great. Okay, yeah, so I, I'm actually a little behind on my notes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, jump I in. just realized, um, just poor Bruno, most sympathetic character in the movie. And before that, I forgot how properly fucked Schlocker gets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe they call that comeuppance. Ah, yes. Uh, let's talk about Uncle Ned and Aunt Clara. <laughs> what, what is, what's up Holy what's up shit. with that yeah just the them being spoken of yeah here and there right and then the reveal there's just so much dread yeah and it pays off <laughs> yeah um hey what the fuck is up with emily <laughs> <laughs> that's a valid question i mean i i guess Hill is trying to do like a behind closed doors type of thing. Where right. Like you don't really know someone. Right. But but even she wouldn't like unleash that side of her in this house. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Dancing in her lingerie and her fucking yeah. <laughs> like. I mean, I'm happy about it. Sure. But like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what was in that salad? Uh, again, the score when the chase starts, yeah, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, the next scene I can only describe as uh, wonderful, yeah, but as violent frolicking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my my note was simply get it, Ralph, because <laughs> he does. It's just adorable violence it of is. the two sisters just like running around the yard. <laughs> um, Emily's demise? Question mark mm. with uh, Ralph. Yeah. Um, are you really a Wolfman fan? And <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> oh yes, I think that's how every man should be—a wild beast. <laughs> 
right. If I ever start doing like Rob Zombie type of music, yeah, I'm totally sampling those two oh. lines. Oh yes. Are you really a Wolfman fan? And <laughs> am I wrong, or did you use that in a word sneak? No, I haven't. Okay, I thought you did. You used something from this movie, I think. I think so. Point. Yeah. Um. Crazed Bruno. Hmm. Uh, when he starts talking about the toy. Yeah. <laughs> you with us? Yeah. Just checking my notes. <laughs> <clears throat> um, from the moment Bruno is fluffing a pillow mm-hmm. and sees the dumbwaiter start to turn. Right. It's so subtly, slowly ramped up that you are let in on Bruno. And unfortunately, knows what he what has to be done. Right, he's not happy about it. No. Um, so Bruno leaves, and uh, they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And because uh, uh, Peter and Anne back up right and elizabeth goes make a plan and the lighting when she says that yeah shifts in a really strange way hmm. and her face is like lit oddly and different it's just it's a strange right <clears throat> just a moment uh, but look for it next time you watch it the sisters standing on the porch with peter and Anne. Yeah. It's so fucking creepy. <laughs> or they're like holding up the side of their dresses. Yes. And they're just not moving. It's so fucking off-putting, but so comfortable. Uh, I like Peter. Yeah. He's a likable character. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he, he navigates that fine line of becoming like super cheesy and yeah. annoying. But he, but he's just this side of it. Yeah. Like the whole time. Just... Yeah, just to the side of likable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the framing of the good night with uh, Liz, with Elizabeth in the middle. Peter is saying good night to everybody, and Liz is just kind of like in the background in the middle, but much like uh, Ralph at the dinner. Yeah. Just watch her. No. Oh, okay. It's really great. <clears throat> um, kinky Bondage Virginia. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, my note was I like the spider game. <laughs> um, Ralph with Anne in the dumbwaiter is <laughs> such a funny moment that should be terrifying. Um, Peter and Virginia, it becomes so strange and intimate. Yeah. And they're related. Right. <laughs> it's, it's uh don't think about it too much you're thinking about it don't think about it that's fair uh virginia is every hot girl i've ever fallen for when she gets drunk <laughs> okay all right <laughs> that yeah. tells you anything about me <laughs> Uh, Jill Banner's movements are mesmerizing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really upsetting, the, <laughs> the tragic early end oh. that she came to. Yeah. 
Apparently, she was like Marlon Brando's one true love. Oh, really? Yeah, this is all in on in the uh, documentary on the Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, after the after her funeral, apparently Brando was like just kneeling at her graveside for like days. Jesus, like he wouldn't leave. Wow. Yeah. She died very young, I believe, in a car accident. Mm. Help me find something sharp. <laughs> That's such a fucked up line. <laughs> Not get me a knife. Right. F- you know, get me an axe. Right. Something sharp. I ain't picky. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter's lame struggling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, a goddamn hacksaw. Okay, when, when you went with something sharp, I didn't expect that. That whole plan, like the child mind, right? Of like, well, if we just let enough blood out of her to where she falls asleep by cutting off her fucking leg, yes. Um, Carol fucking Omar, ha cha cha. <laughs> she uh, she just needs some more Ralph loving. Yeah. Uh, Emily's demise, mm. very House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yes, yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> In fact, I think Jack Hill ripped off House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, that's some wacky ass dynamite. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there had to have been a better way to not be able to stop it. It's very uh, jarring. Yeah, you're like, come on, Lon, come on. <laughs> Uh, the clinical wrap up, yeah, is uh wonderful yeah. to bookend it, right? And then the uh, you know, but you know the Mary disease is extinct with the family, and right now my daughter is going to go stare at a spider, <laughs> and the end is going to pop up with a question mark. I I did have uh, uh, basically what you what you were talking about earlier about I need a smoking jacket and a pipe. Like I wrote that <laughs> note the second time. Yeah, <laughs> and I've got the pipe now. I just need nice. a smoking jacket. Um, but yeah, I, the I, end with a question mark, and I love the old school credits of just like one oh yeah frame yeah. with everybody's name and then like dots to their character. Right. We tried to do that with uh, Zombie King. How do you feel? Like honestly, how do you feel about like the twist at the end with uh, Peter's daughter? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, there had to be something. It couldn't just wrap up with right, and that's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been uh, kind of a bummer. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, I don't. What do you think? <laughs> I, I don't hate it, but I feel like you hate it. I f- but I guess I, I need to keep in mind the time that this movie was made, where an ending like that wasn't like remotely cliche or anything. Like at the time, right. it was pretty original. Like if, if that same ending happened in a movie that came out this year, it'd be like, all right, right, yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> Everything's fine over here. <laughs> you uh, got your song picked out? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> so, we have a recast. We do. will be coming up in just a moment. 
All right. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Everything's falling apart. This is recording, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. Uh, okay, yeah. It's, it's such a small cast that... <laughs> Everything keeps dropping. Okay. Uh, it's such a small cast, and uh, the characters are so dynamic yeah. that in like the 86 minutes, I was just able to scribble out like I didn't even mean to. Right. So, let's start with uh, the postman. Ah. Idris <clears throat> Elba. <laughs> well, I have two. If we want to go with casting a black man, sure. Like if we're going to make it a still take place in the sixties, right? Or update. I mean, whatever. However, you, I have a black guy and a white guy. <laughs> the white guy is Danny McBride. Yes. <laughs> a little trike. <laughs> yes. Uh, if we're going black, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. 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 Um, that's actually kind of funny because I went with uh, Jordan Peele. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Um, Anne? <clears throat> Anne. Yeah. I got an Anne. <laughs> uh, I went with... Uh, I did a lot of swapping with my list, too. Oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, I went with Isla Fisher. Okay. Yeah. From The Office. Was she in The Office? No, it's Jeff <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I went with Miley Cyrus. You would. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miley was Elizabeth for a while. I bet she was. Uh, but then I, I had a stroke of genius. Ah. Or just a stroke. Um, Schlocker? <laughs> I have two for Schlocker. All so. right. Who you got? Uh, either Paul Giamatti. Sure. Or Tom Lennon. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, because I always have to have him in a recast. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> He's in mine. Yeah, I um, I, I do think uh, um, Thomas Lennon. Yeah, would be fantastic. Uh, Emily, sure. Elizabeth Banks. Okay. I went more the actual like buxom uh, <laughs> uh, route. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina Hendricks. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Uh, Peter? Uh, yes. Uh, that's where I put Sam Rockwell. Okay. <laughs> All right. I went with, um, I am not even sure how to pronounce his name, uh, Nikolaj Coaster Waldau. You probably wouldn't know him because he's on Game of Thrones. Uh, um, but he's like the pretty. Uh, uh, like night, okay, and that, yeah. Um, Ralph, you want to get to Ralph already? Well, or we can do the sisters. Uh, yeah, let's do the sisters. All right, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. uh, Jillian Jacobs from a uh, community. Yeah, no, I know who yeah. she is. Yeah, mine's just better. No, okay, Ricky Lindholm. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Like Hell Baby, Ricky. Yep. Okay, yeah. Garfunkel and Oates. Yep. All right. 
Uh, Virginia? I went the obvious route. Aubrey Plaza? Yep. Me too. <laughs> yep. Uh, who is in the new Child's Play remake? Yeah. yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm in. Why not? Uh, Ralph? Hmm. I'm not 100% on my Ralph. Neither am I. Just because it's one of those like performances that... Yeah. How do you do that, you know? Right. Um, like Sid Haig just owned it. Yeah. Uh, mine is actually... Uh, I actually like yours. Stroke of Genius from, from my wife, who at first I wasn't my really wife. on. My wife. Uh, is uh, it Nope. We're doing that next week. <laughs> um, which... At first, I wasn't really feeling, but after talking to you about it and really thinking about it, I, I, I think it works. Um, I went with uh, Pete Davidson yeah. from uh, the newest, more uh, the modern iteration of uh, SNL. Yeah, which I think is great. Uh, I think it's better than mine. Toby McGuire. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, it seems like something he would do I as well. See it. You know, and I, 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 see I love it. Toby McGuire. Yeah, uh, if you're listening, Toby McGuire. Hit me up. We belong to pod at gmail.com. Hey. I just turned into Mitch Hedberg. Hey. <laughs> uh, Bruno, I, there's only one that I could. I'm sure there are other people, but I, the one I came up with, I, I'm pretty happy with. And it's it's obvious. Yeah. For me. Who's that? Tom Waits. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, um, I went different routes. I actually have two for this one. Ah, I have the throwback to the original, uh, and have Sid Haig. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have one that I think I told you about a long time ago when we originally planned on doing this, and I'm kind of proud of it. And you weren't really in love with it. Um, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> I don't see it. I, I'd love to I, see. I, I me, I'd see love it. to see me proven wrong. Yeah, but uh, uh, I can see Billy Connolly. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not doing great, is he not? I no. knew he was having problems. Uh, I, I read an article recently where he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm that not sucks. long for this world," kind of thing. Yeah. Not yeah. looking forward to that. No. <clears throat> um, so the only thing left to say about Spider Baby is Netflix. You did Hill House. Oh. So let's now do Spider Baby. Sure. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, We'll go to uh, another song and then wrap everything up when we come back. Sounds good. We'll come in at just over two hours. Nice. Which is pretty good for us. Yeah. Um, Since we're doing well-worn, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but, you know, we've played a lot of Ghost on this show. Right. So I'm going to go with something else that we played a lot of on this show. Well, Harley Poe. But I also think that it, the track kind of fits into this uh, movie. This is the uh, great Unknown Henson ah. uh, with the live version of his country western hit, Silver Platter. <laughs> I'm the king of country and western troubadours, baby. Fuck yeah. I'm every woman's dream. Hell, I'm out of prison. I'm unknown handsome. Good evening, Nashville, baby, I love you. Woo! Yeah! Y'all feeling good, darling? Say yeah! Woo! Whoa. 
you shut the hell up, don't want no chatter, don't care if you love me, that don't matter, I want you now on a silver platter, baby, turn it up, now the wheel on, I get the hell out and walk back home, it's a long, long way to walk in high heels, dish it out, baby, before I get ill, let's go! Yourself, but they, you know what's good for you You better listen You're gonna feel the wrath of unknown hands Cause I want you now on a silver platter To shut the hell up, don't want no chatter Don't care if you love me, that don't matter I want you now on a silver platter, baby, girl Shut the hell up, don't want no chatter Don't care if you love me, I don't mind But I want you now on the silver platter I want you now on the silver platter I want you now on the silver platter, baby You fine, party, sexy, pain, woo! <laughs> God damn it, I love him so much Unknown Henson as Bruno <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm certainly not out. <laughs> Quite the contrary, I would say. You might be in. Perhaps. <laughs> well, whoa. Hey. What is happening? Well, this was a very fun episode. It was. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Ian, as always, thank you oh, for yes. uh, everything you do. And uh, to the listeners, thank you for dealing with my bullshit <laughs> and uh, listening to a couple idiots ramble on about some movies that they love. Yeah. Hope you come back. Hope you invite your friends. If this is your first time, go back and uh, check out some of our older stuff. We got some good stuff in there. Some good stuff. We, we are now over 100 episodes. We are. Um, this is uh, episode 61 of our numbered shows. Right. But we got a lot of special episodes of commentary tracks and yeah, uh, live stuff. and uh, So, yeah, go uh, go do it to it. On uh, Instagram, we are We Belong Dead Pod. That's right. On Instagram, Ian is IMM1987. Yep. I am Lono Mojo. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't speak for Ian, but I, most of my dealings are on Instagram now. Sure. Uh, so to get in touch with me, the best thing to do is uh, message me there or follow me and comment uh, or on the We Belong Dead page. We have a Facebook page, We Belong Dead Podcast. Check that out. If you got any requests or anything you want to hear us talk about or uh, stuff you don't like about the show, whatever, you can email us at webelongdeadpod at gmail.com. Yep. I might as well go ahead and start this, I guess. It's a quicker wrap-up than I expected. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, uh, we do need to take a moment to uh, thank our uh, sponsor. Oh, uh, yeah, Pseudo Ludo. Yeah. Absolutely. Lifetime sponsor of the show, uh, Pam and Monstro. We love those guys. Head over to pseudoludo.bigcartel.com. That's correct. And give them your money. It's well worth it. Um, we can't say enough good about these guys. Their artistic vision is amazing. The work they put into everything is amazing. They truly are um, horror geek artists um, by and for horror geek artists. Yeah. Um, reasonably priced for amazing stuff. So for yourself, for a friend, a birthday, anything, pseudoludo.bigcartel.com. Make sure you go there and tell them that We Belong Dead sent you. Have you seen it? We saw Spider Baby. We did. And we're going to see it again. Oh, I, I do want to do a quick plug. Um for the local listeners, uh, under Lynchburg Underground Movie Club uh, has got some cool stuff this year. Uh, this month, on February 20th, uh, we're doing a showing of uh, Brain Dead mm. or Dead Alive. Um, so, come on, check that out. Yeah, I have yet to do that. I work on Fridays. Wednesdays. And Wednesdays. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Most Wednesdays. Um, Chris McGlover got laid. He did. We're watching Camp Crystal Lake Memories in the background, by the way. Uh, seriously guys thank you if you've been sticking with us through this I promise there are things on the horizon we're going to get back into uh, this show in a very very big way Yeah. Uh, next episode not sure if we're going to be doing a movie it may just be a regular episode Yeah. like I said uh, we're going to be very laissez faire uh, <laughs> about how we do things from here on out we're just going to do what we think is fun and what we think you guys will enjoy sure. so um until then, join us, please, in raising a glass, as always, to a new world of gods. When in this twilight world I've met the challenge And prove forever which of us is best And monsters. <laughs> <laughs>